Welcome to this podcast produced for Business Lincolnshire as part of the Fit for Business programme. I'm Guy Lewis and we are joined today by Deborah Goodall from Air 8 Marketing. Hi Deborah, how are you? I'm good, thanks Guy, yeah. And how's, how's work been this week? Uh, pretty busy, pretty busy, I can't lie, but um, I have been chatting with a few people about um, business plans um, and talking with them about how how it's so important to have a business plan and these are mm-hmm. established businesses and quite often they haven't got a business plan. So so I thought today we could have a real good chat about what business plan is and why they're important to have. Okay. So so what is a business plan then? Um so basically it's a written document that notes out the core business activities and the financial objectives and how the business sort of plans to achieve these objectives. And the business plan usually spans between one and three years. Okay. And, and, and if we get one, why, why do we need one? Well, it's it's so good to have one as it helps you really keep focused um, on the direction of the business. Mm-hmm. And it captures key thoughts in terms of um, where you want to take the business. And obviously, it can also be really useful to present to people outside your business if you're seeking financial investment. You know, and there is that old adage, you know, if you don't have a plan, how do you know where you're going? Mm, true, true. So have, have, have you written a business plan? I have written a business plan, actually, yeah, with CDI Alliance. Um we have a, a business plan that we review every quarter. Um, a business plan is a living document. It doesn't just get written and chucked in a drawer. Um, but, you know, beyond sort of that business, uh, the business plan itself can can help you sort of shape thoughts on um, capacity issues, mm-hmm. you know, when you might want to start recruiting staff or things that you need to be aware of as your business grows. And certainly with CDI Alliance, you know, it highlighted that that we needed to bring in additional sort of admin resource. Um, and so, so revisiting mm-hmm. it on that regular basis is so important. Good. And, and is it about business targets as well then? Yeah, it is. Yeah. I mean, the objectives are, are really important um, and you need to think about them. And typically you'd include some financial objectives mm-hmm. and a, a sort of time frame. Mm-hmm. But it's also important to think about um, scenario planning. So um, what what really good looks like, what an average mm-hmm. year might look like, what a bad year might look like and how that will affect your um, income and your outgoings, so the whole sort of budget planning. And then it's probably worth also thinking about other objectives, you know, and they might be um, more uh, qualitative. So it might be things about getting a better work-life mm. balance mm-hmm. or it might be succession planning or exit planning. There's, there's kind of lots of things that you can put in there. It's not all just about the numbers. Oh, so so what else does a business plan contain? So the body of the business plan is the really meaty bit, the bit that I really enjoy pulling together. Um, And usually it contains information about the products or services that a business offers. Um, It also contains the uh, marketing strategy, including a full PEST and SWOT um, and looks at the seven P's of marketing. And then you might uh, start and tie that in to your distribution channels. So start and look at a sales strategy as well. 
Oh, hang on a minute. What, to get a SWAT, to get a pest and 7P. So, so let's go through this. What, so what is this? What's a pest? So a pest is um, an analysis of external forces. Um, and it stands for political, economic, social, technological, and then actually there's legal and environmental. So pestle, if you're going to be very specific about it. Um, and you look at all the things that are going on external to your business that might have an impact in some way. So politically... It might be things mm -hmm. like um, uh, the situation in Russia and Ukraine mm -hmm. and how that might actually impact on your business at the moment. Economically, you know, we've got um, rising uh, inflation, we've got rising fuel costs. So all all these things are going to impact on your business. So it's all Brexit type of thing. Brexit that, type stuff, yeah, 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 would impact through sort of the political channel. Um, social change, so changes in consumer behaviour and consumer expectations. And quite often social, social at the moment very much links in with environmental. So there's a push from... Um, so there's a push socially, uh, so through society, for um, more sustainability within business and more consciousness about the environment itself. Uh, so, so they're quite strongly linked at the moment, but it could be that society was driving um, technological change mm -hmm. or adoption. Okay, um, so very much external forces then, things that you've got no control over it, but you have to react to. Absolutely, okay. yeah, yeah. So, you know, it might be changes in, in law. So GDPR was probably the last big one that we all sort of jumped through hoops for, yeah. Okay, and a SWOT? SWOT is more internal, so you're looking at the strengths and weaknesses within the organisation mm -hmm. or the product or the service that you're offering, um, and then the opportunities, opportunities and threats is the O&T of SWOT, um, and they can be external, so it might be that through your strengths and weaknesses, you identify potential mm -hmm. um, external opportunities, but they're, they're about your internals influencing externals rather than your externals influencing internals okay and then the, the magic seven p's the magic seven p's so yeah so so price uh physical evidence process place product people and promotion mm -hmm. are your classic seven p's so it's all about you know what price you're selling out at are you making enough profit um, are you uh, positioning yourself as being fair trade? That would fall under price. Physical evidence, anything that's out there that supports um, what you're saying about your product or service mm -hmm. um, that would then reduce um, uh, sort of buyers... Um, buyer's remorse almost. So you, okay. so you might sort of um, have reviews in magazines or uh, influencers talking, talking about your product or service. Um, process, so internal processes. So actually what is that process from the moment that the order comes in to, to it being dispatched mm -hmm. or fulfilled in some mm -hmm. way? So actually how are you going to deliver that and how is that customer-centric? Um, place is all about distribution channels. So actually, how are you going to get the product or service out to the customer? Product mm -hmm. is obviously a product. So yeah, yeah. product development, um, anything innovative that you want to do. People, all about the people within your business. And are they representing your brand? Um, I could go on for hours about that. I won't. <laughs> and then the final bit of um, the seven Ps is promotion, which is the bit that people always think is marketing but actually it's a really tiny bit of marketing. So mm -hmm. this is your marketing mix. And so promotion is your channels to reach your customers. Um, so could be direct mail, email marketing, social media, mm -hmm. uh, digital channels, whatever it might be. So so okay. it's, it's quite a detailed process that you go through to actually build that part of your business plan. Okay.
Okay, so understanding that that's an overall marketplace, competition, competition forces. Okay, um, and all this analysis, what's what's the end game? Well, the end game um, is that you should be able to pull your business plan together and identify where your business fills the gap. Mm -hmm. So you could be in quite a saturated marketplace um, and it would be about seeing if there was an opportunity to... um, uh, provide that product or service in a slightly different way or position it in a slightly different way mm-hmm. so that you are then opening a gap, so you're creating your own, or you have identified that there is a gap mm-hmm. um, and you actually develop your product or service to um, to almost create an opportunity. So if you think about, if you think about the iPhone, nobody 20 years ago mm-hmm. thought they needed all of that stuff in their back pocket who knew that you had to have Google Maps and texts and WhatsApp and, and a camera and, on and your a phone. camera on your phone and what all that sort of stuff, you know? Um, so they obviously created an opportunity, mm-hmm. um, but with most businesses, what you're doing is looking for a gap that you can actually then fill. Okay. My name is Guy Lewis and you're with myself and Deborah Goodall discussing the importance of preparing a business plan. Having looked at the gap in the market, what financial information should the business plan contain? Um, Well, it should contain a full financial plan and budgetary information. So um, sort of look at, you know, is there any investment requirement? Mm -hmm. When and what for? Mm -hmm. um, What the revenue will be generated, um, what that will be over the period of the plan. So if you're doing it for one year, then you do, you know, 12 months, month by month, what's the income going to be? Or if you're doing it for three years, you probably do uh, year by year and then break down that first year into month by month um, and look at whether the revenue is enough to cover investment or whether you'll need to seek funding from elsewhere. Um, Whilst I've been chatting with um, my clients over this last last week or so, we've really been talking about um, looking at um, actually how many customers they're going to get over a period of time mm-hmm. and then actually what the acquisition costs of those customers will be um, because they were they're trying to f- develop a new a new way of presenting their business uh, so filling a gap in the market uh, but they're not sure actually how people will respond to it so at the moment we're trying to weigh up whether it's even a financially um, viable mm-hmm. sort of product to, to go with, to so be I honest. Guess, I guess they're looking at average spend per client. Then. Average, that, and, average and, and, spend per client, yeah, yeah, and actually how many people are going to make contact and be interested. Um, that they're, they're trying to pull clients who are probably already on a service contract elsewhere. So mm-hmm. so it's about positioning themselves as being ultra competitive, but you've got to wait for those service contracts to expire. So there's kind of lots of lots of nuances for their industry, but all of that should really go into their business plan okay. um, because it might be that they're out there, you know, putting messages out for a good three to six months before they actually get any income coming into the business. Let alone enough income to cover their in- the, the investment. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Okay. And what, what other financial information should the business plan contain? Uh, so there should also be um, a budget plan, so details of what's needed to be spent day by day. So, so whether that's um, a capital investment or just daily spend, um, and whether you have the quotes or not, whether they're estimates, any sort of staff costs, uh, rent, or you know whether you're buying premises, all of the outgoings need to be charted against the projected income, because you, you need to be able to see whether it's viable or not, to be honest. I heard someone else talking about this and said, and by the way, you must include paying yourself. 
Well, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> that should be one of the top things, I think, shouldn't it, Guy? <laughs> Don't forget to pay yourself. Don't forget to pay yourself, yeah. Okay. So that's the financial uh, financial theory. Is there any, any non-financial uh, stuff on the business plan? Yeah. So so there's that whole sort of thing around um, people, planet, profit. So responsibility for businesses to consider their lo- longer term impact on the environment. So, so whilst you'd have covered some of this off, in your pest analysis, really, this is about actually is your business, what is your business doing to kind of um, reduce the impact on the environment? You know, have you got a, um, a corporate and so, so corporate and social responsibility section? You know, it's, and it's inco- important to consider your business's stance on community and maybe weave that into an objective. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, things like uh, you might be giving a percentage of your profits to a foundation. Um, you might be reducing business travel. You might be investing in electric vehicles. You know, there's there's lots and lots of options out there. Um, but it is a sort of a growing thing to include in your business plan. Yeah, you, you, you whizzed through a lot of stuff quick there. I was just thinking of that people planet profit and I certainly was talking to someone talking about you know economic sustainability so sustainability yet yeah, really high the planet or the people but but only not necessarily the state of you know of, of, of not looking at profit because it has to be sustainable it has to be something that is part of the business well it does have to be something that's part of the business but um uh, that's the CEO from Unilever said you know like nobody wins in business when the world's on fire or underwater so I think there's a bit, there's a bit of uh, reprioritizing to be done in some businesses to be honest yeah yeah and a part of that sort of corporate and social responsibility section again sort of weaving into an objective something you're trying to achieve yeah 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 you might you might bring that right to the top of your business plan and have it as something that you measure on a on a monthly basis you know actually how are we doing against this now, I was just wondering what, what would be the examples of that? Is that sort of like local sports sponsorships and that sort of stuff? It could be. It could be, you know, sponsoring a, a grassroots cricket club yeah, or, yeah, yeah. you know, you might set up a foundation. If you think about um, uh, brands like Alpkit, they set up the Alpkit Foundation. Mm-hmm. They they provide a percentage of their profits to the Alpkit Foundation. They're also doing lots of repair and recycle of mm-hmm. Uh, kit that they sell so you know there's there's lots and lots of options that that people can um can build into their business plans to really demonstrate that they're taking it seriously okay right okay uh, and 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 actually so like five percent of our profits or to really nail down a target real nail down something that, that you 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 can be measured against yeah, absolutely okay. yeah yeah okay um so we've got the details of our plan what's the what's the next stage well so yeah so you've kind of got the um the objective part of it and kind of mm-hmm. and then you move on to the actual how mm-hmm. how part of the plan so looking at things like um uh, whether you're going to grow through um developing your current offering mm-hmm. whether you're going to grow through diversification or mm-hmm. acquisition or whether you're going to um uh, sell sell the same thing to to different people. There's lots of kind of different ways of looking at actually so how new, you're going to new product grow. to new people or old product to exist, whatever that is. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and um, yeah, just think about actually what your expansion expansion plan or growth plan is going to be. And a business plan doesn't always have to be about growth. It might be about stability, mm-hmm. you know. But you still need that plan in place mm-hmm. because you still need to be kept on track. 
Yeah, I, I suppose planning to move away from certain things that aren't as 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 maybe attractive to you anymore, or or, or financially, or whatever that people people place and profit, you know, yeah. that could could be moved. Okay, are there any tools you can use to to help you in this? Yeah, there's the growth action plan model. So I'm, I'm quite a big fan of this because it, you pull out kind of your big three what's. So so what your objectives are, um, and then look at what the hows are that'll deliver mm-hmm. those what's, and then you can assign those to someone. Um, and and put a timeline in so it becomes a a sort of living reference document, you know, where you can go back to it and you can see um, how close you are to achieving um, the hows, but then you can see how that how, how that how feeds into Mm. your what's. Um, So it's all about sort of where those sales or products or new ideas are going to come from. So this is is the bit that kind of pulls into um, the creative and entrepreneurial part of the brain. Yeah, that's like the old smart objectives, isn't it? Specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and, and above all, time frame. Yeah, you know, make sure it sort of happens. Yeah. I've also seen that bit where the where where someone's hounds can be cascaded into their own action plan, so you can have action plans and levels. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, it doesn't that sort of growth action plan model doesn't have to stay. Uh, with the business plan, you could roll it out department by department mm. or um, person by person, depends on the size of your business, really. But there's kind of lots of things you can do with that model. So it's definitely worth having a look at. Okay. So we've, we've looked at our visions and, and plan, but what about outside impacts on the plan? Yeah. So, well, you know, you've got to consider what, what the problems might be and you should have identified those in your pest or swap, but, you know, nobody saw COVID coming, did they? Um, but, but you really need to, to deal with... Uh, unforeseen circumstances within your how elements of the business. So what what would stop your business in its track? So it might be things like um, staff ab- absence, uh, pandemic, European war, you know, there's lots of things going on at the moment, isn't there? Supply mm. chain issues, lots and lots of businesses being hit mm. by supply chain issues at the moment. So actually, what is the contingency action if these things occur? You know, so really think, sit there and think about actually where where are the holes? Where can where could things go wrong badly with those external forces that we haven't got any control over? Yeah, yeah. So that that plan B, plan C sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, and um, what have you got? What's your top tips on maintaining and monitoring your plan? Milestones. You've got to have milestones in there so you can really see where you've come from. Um, lots of people just focus on the where we're going to, where we're going to, where we're going to. Actually, sometimes it's good to go, do you know what? Six months ago, mm-hmm. we were only there and now look how far we've come. It can be a right motivational booster. So sort of measure your progress. And, you know, as I mentioned earlier, a, a business plan's a living document. You don't just write it and, and sort of chuck it in a drawer or you don't just write it because you need finance um, support. You've got to write it as part of um, your ongoing sort of reference documentation within your business. So so it needs to be out there and you need to be kind of looking at it on a regular basis. I like that idea of milestones. In fact, someone else put it into celebrations. Oh, yeah. You know, having, that, that, having yeah. that point that, you know, celebrate what you've done that's good. You can you can easily forget about it and, yeah. and just it ends up the sort of treadmill of c- continual sort of striving where it's not actually looking thinking, how do we celebrate that? How, yeah. how old do we do? Yeah. Are there any are there any useful resources around? Yeah, absolutely. Businesslincolnshire.com um, in their toolbox on, mm-hmm. on the website, they've got um, resources on how to write your business plan. Um, and of course, gov.uk, um, always, always good for info on uh, business strategy. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you. You've been listening to a Business Lincolnshire podcast. Look out for the next episode.
If you're listening on the Business Lincolnshire YouTube channel, don't forget to give us a thumbs up or subscribe down below. If you're on your favourite podcast platform, then remember to follow the show. More information at businesslincolnshire.com.